Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand, before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. Kia ora everyone and welcome along to this conversation which is all about a full permission slip for you to lead the type of environments that you want around you. And this is a reminder that actually it is our responsibility to decide how we have our environments and is our responsibility to decide the behavior that we're okay with and we're not okay with. And once we decide that, we actually don't have to at all justify it to other people. And also, we don't have to second guess what our standards are once we check in for ourselves and we actually decide, yeah, this is where my standards are at. Once we decide that, we're allowed to have our standards be our standards. And I want to give you an example and and share a bit of a story that actually happened for me this year where I had enrolled a very large program and two people who came into that program, their behaviours weren't compatible with the type of spaces that I have. And so they both were exited out of my program. Because why? I know exactly the kinds of environments I'll have around me. And the behaviours that they were showing were not compatible with what I'll have around me. And what I'll have in my spaces, which includes my paid programs, includes my friendships, includes my relationships, it includes 
yeah, like with everyone bar none, there is a standard and there is a way of operating and there's stuff that feels off for me and stuff that feels great for me. And I'm just not available for accommodating behavior in my spaces that feel off for me. And I don't have to explain it. I don't have to justify it. I don't have to try and negotiate myself out of any of this. Literally, my standards are my standards. And I trust where my standards are at. So I'll I'll share a little bit in this conversation about specifically what actually happened and a bit of my thought process around that. And I'm sharing this so that it's useful. And obviously, all identifiers are removed from this, so no one will know who this is. Um, You know, I hope this is a real contribution because I do see that this is something that a lot of people can get quite mixed up with and a bit muddled and like, oh, shit, what do I do here? And I see a huge amount of people stepping over behavior that's not acceptable, behavior that actually within their body feels off. Like they're, you know, alarmed bells are going off in the body, but they're still allowing that behavior around them. And how do we know it's allowing? Because they ha- a boundary line has not been drawn. So therefore, that behavior is allowed. I don't know if you've seen the tattoo on my right arm. It's a circle with a dot on the inside and then a dot outside the circle. So the circle represents my world and the dot within the circle represents me within my world. And what this tattoo for me represents is this little model that I I actually drew up originally and I kept it on a piece of paper and I would carry this model around on this piece of paper for about six months. And then in the end, I was just like, fuck it, I'll just put it on my arm and just tattoo it there so I don't keep carrying this piece of paper around with me. And, you know, it's not exactly uh, like a very artistic tattoo on my right arm. It's just a bloody circle and a couple of dots. But it's because this has meant so much to me that I had to have it tattooed onto my arm so that it would always be there as a present reminder throughout my entire life. And I have noticed that as I've gotten older, I've now had this tattoo for many years, as I've gotten older, the lesson comes up at newer and newer levels. And as I expand in my, I've now got four companies and I'm doing a lot more at a different level than what I did back when I even put this tattoo on my arm, it now means newer things to me. It's taken on newer meanings, which is really cool. So essentially what it means is that I'm the one that's responsible for how my world is. I'm the one that's responsible for my world and for what goes on in my world, in my world, in my realm, whatever wording you want to use. But the environments around me, there is one person and one person only who's responsible for having that be at the level that I want it to be at. And that person is me. Hence why the dot in the middle, I am the one at the center of my world that's responsible for leading the standards within my world. So let's look about uh, look at the at a paid program it's up to me to set the standards of behavior within any of my paid programs or my paid work it's up for me to set the standards of behavior in every single area of my life it's up for me to set the standards and it's also up to me to maintain my standards it's up to me to maintain them non-negotiably So what happened was when these uh, two separate people came into this program and the behavior that I witnessed was completely incompatible for what I have in my spaces. And so it was a no-brainer to exit 
them out. I don't second guess that. I don't question myself in it. I don't feel bad for it. I feel proud that I am the kind of person who will back herself and who will make a stand for the environment that my clients will get to be in. So that program is an extraordinary program with very high, it's just got a high level conversation in there. It's very collaborative, very um, collaborative, supportive, um, clear communication. And then all of the clients in there get to play in a very clear high level space of communication. Why? Because I took a stand for not having and allowing behavior in there that puts the red flags up for me. And I've learned to pay attention for myself when those little red flags are going in the background with behavior. I've learned, and I've actually got a little saying that I say, and it's this, when I, when I feel the murky energy and my alarm bells are going, I pay attention and step back. Okay, I'm going to say it again, and as I say it, I want you to feel into this world for yourself. When I feel that murky energy and my alarm bells are going, I pay attention and I step back. So in witnessing this behavior on the two separate occasions with two separate people, and this was actually even before the program started, it was in witnessing the, the behavior that they had towards my team and the type of communication that they were bringing to the team, what was, have you ever felt communication from people where on the surface they're saying one thing, but it's a very veiled attempt at hiding manipulation under the surface and blame and victim behavior? Well, I've got an excellent radar for this. And my alarm bells were pulsating. It was murky. It felt icky. It just felt horrible. And I haven't come across this in years. Like this was a real one-off one off instance where I guess the launch in which I did, I had affiliate partners working with me who also promoted the, the launch. And so these two people who had signed in to this program, I'd actually never met them before and they didn't know me from a bar of soap. And so this was a unique experience where they came into a program and I guess that base relationship of this is how we do things around here hadn't been set as a precedence because they hadn't gotten to know me and my standards prior. Whereas for years, I haven't come across this because I guess a lot of people will come into my programs or working with me through having known me through the podcast and through seeing me perhaps at one of my big events, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's a really, um, there's a base agreement, there's a base understanding of respect and of leadership and of showing up and of willingness and of owning your own stuff. You know, like this is the environment to which I play in. This is the, the level to which I have people around me. And so most like any other time people come into my spaces, into my client relationships, into my communities at a very high level, and that this is a complete non-issue until this year with those two people. And when it happened, my alarm bells went. And so I paid attention and I stepped back. And, um, you know, I actually saw the communication back from my team. It was extraordinary. Why? Because the people in my environment are high level and um, that's the standard. So, you know, my team have really great communication and they communicated in a respectful and neutral way and they stuck to the facts. And um, 
the communication that came back after that revealed even more that this, I'm just thinking of one particular person, that this person was more committed to being in a world of sort of upset and finger pointing and, and this victimy thing. And honestly, nothing had even happened. The program hadn't even started. They had miscommunicated something and taken something entirely out of context and really got into a world of blame. And when the team actually, and just really did a victim number, when the team actually said, um, they just went back to the facts um, to provide clarity for the person in the area that they had misunderstood. Then the person came back and said, oh, now I th- it sounds like you've been condescending to me. Well, what it showed me is that this person is coming at the world through a lens of, through a certain lens. And that's okay. That's totally okay. But my spaces are not for someone when they're in a very reactive, upset, and wanting to pull people into an upset kind of a space, right? I'm clear around the standards. I'm clear around the environments. Now, there'll be other spaces that will be perfect for that person, but my spaces are not that. We don't accommodate and play with and jump into an upset conversation with someone and start rolling around in a in a in a blamey victimy conversation. That's just that's just not what we do. We operate with leaders. We play with leadership. We have an expectation that people will show up with willingness. And um, from there we have extraordinary communications and conversations and everyone's kind of, you know, it's really great. And so <laughs> that's it. Um, in both situations, the people were exited out of the program, were refunded, and uh, like I said, the program actually hadn't started, and it felt great. It felt great. It felt clean. When I checked in with my system afterwards, it felt clean. It felt like I had all of the signals on the inside that that felt complete. So, um, yeah. Just, I, I hope that there's something that you got for yourself through this conversation. And uh, if anything, just massive permission, massive permission to set the standards that you have in the spaces around you. And that actually you're allowed to do that. Oh my God, you're allowed to do that. Years and years and years and years ago, I remember like a level of conversation around, oh, if you're a coach, you should be there to help everyone. And if someone is in a really stuck space, it's it's your job to help them through it. Well, (laughs) you get to decide at what level you coach at. You get to decide at what level you operate at. You get to decide what kind of behavior feels good to have around you and what kind of behavior has you feel really icky and sends off your alarm signals. And I think we have internal alarm signals for a reason and that's important to pay attention to them. So I hope you've gotten a lot out of this conversation and here's to uh, trusting ourselves, here's to setting extraordinary standards and here's to respecting ourselves and respecting our environments and uh, respecting the people we interact with and maintaining our standards in a way that respects everyone included. And when we do exit someone out of our space under any context, we can do that in a respectful way. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. 
This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. Yeah. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in. If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.